Welcome to the video book summary of The 80-20 Principle by Richard Koch. Episode 60 from Best Book Bits. This book was published way back in 1977 and weighing in at 288 pages. How anyone can be more effective with less effort by learning how to identify and leverage the 80-20 Principle the well-known, unpublicized secret that 80% of all our results in business and life stem from a mere 20% of our efforts. The 80-20 principle is one of the great secrets of highly effective people and organizations. The unspoken colliery to the 80-20 principle is that little of what we spend our time on actually counts. But by concentrating on those things that we do, we can unlock the enormous potential of the magic 20%, and transform our effectiveness in our jobs, our careers, our business, and our lives. This is Sheldon Nesdales from marketingfirst.co.uk take on the best book bits he found worth capturing. If you like what you hear, I strongly suggest you buy the book using the link in the description. So without further ado, I bring you the 80-20 principle. Conventional wisdom is not to put all your eggs in one basket. 80-20 wisdom is to choose a basket carefully, Load all your eggs into it and then watch it like a hawk. Celebrate exceptional productivity rather than raise average efforts. Look for the shortcut rather than run the full course. Be selective, not exhaustive. Strive for excellence in few things rather than a good performance in many. Delegate or outsource as much as possible in our daily lives and be encouraged rather than penalized by tax systems to do this. Use specialists to maximize instead of doing the work ourselves. Only do the things we are best at doing and enjoy most. In every sphere, work out where 20% of effort can lead to 80% of results. Creative systems operate away from equilibrium, cause and effect, impact and output. Operate in a non-linear way. You do not usually get back what you put in. You may sometimes get very much less and sometimes get very much more. If you can identify where your firm is getting back more than is putting in, you can up the stakes and make a killing. Similarly, if you can work out where your firm is getting much less than it is investing, you can cut your losses. Segmentation is the key to driving up profitability. A competitive segment is part of your business where you face a different competitor or a different competitive dynamics. Take any part of your business that comes to mind, a product, a customer, a product line sold to a customer type or any other split that may be important to you and ask these questions. Do you face a different main competitor in this part of your business compared to the rest of it? Do you and your competitor have the same ratio of sales or market share in the two areas? Or are they relatively stronger in one area and you relatively stronger in another? Observe to determine the balance of advantage being different in the two areas. They are therefore separate segments and will probably exhibit different profitability. Simple is beautiful. Complex is ugly. Why is it that large firms lose market share to smaller firms? Why is it that theoretical advantage of scale and market share fail to translate into high profits in reality? Because of the cost of complexity. The problem is not extra scale, but the extra complexity. Additional scale without additional complexity will always give lower unit cost. Yet additional scale is rarely just more of the same. The extra volume usually comes from the adapting on an existing product. 
Providing a new product or adding a more service. This requires expensive overhead costs that are usually hidden. Complexity shows down simple systems and requires the intervention of managers to deal with the new requirements. The cost of stopping and starting again, of communication and miscommunication between extra people, and cost of gaps between people. When partially completed work is set down to await someone else's intervention and later picked up and passed on into another gap. The scale curve. Additional volume equals lower cost. Doesn't work. The scale curve operates, but its benefits are overturned by the extra complexity. Winners sell a narrow range of products to fewer customers and also have fewer suppliers. Simple organizations is best at selling complicated products. Outsourcing is a terrific way to cut complexity and cost. The best way is to decide what part of the value-adding chain where your company has the greatest comparative advantage and then ruthlessly outsource everything else. The key problem with head offices is not their cost. It is the way they take away real responsibility and initiative from those who do the work and add the value to the customers. Harvest the least profitable segments by deliberately losing market share. Let go of the least profitable customers and products. Cut off most of the support and sales effort. Raise prices and allow sales to decline at least 5-20% to while you laugh all the way to the bank. New markets. Market lead. All the great breakthroughs from the invention of the fire and wheel outward have been triumphs of production that then created their own markets. Being marketing-led and customer-centered is absolutely right. Keep the product range narrow to avoid overhead increases due to extra complexity. One common excuse for refusing to cut the product range by 80% is that the firm will lose stature. In reality, shoppers are not interested in being distracted from the products they want to buy. With nationwide branches, concentrate on the best performing 20%. What are they doing right? Could they do more? What do they have in common? You could try and roll out ideas to other branches or just cut them loose and find new franchisees. Focusing on the 20% of your customers is both feasible and highly rewarding. Provide them with outrageous service above and beyond the call of duty and out of line with the industry standards. May result in short-term costs but will have long-term rewards. Gather 80% of the data and perform 80% of the relevant analysis in the first 20% of time available. Then make a decision 100% of the time and act decisively as if you are 100% confident that the decision is right. Saving time. There is no shortage of time. In fact, we are positively awash with it. We only make good use of 20% of our time. For the most talented, tiny amounts of time can make all the difference. The 80-20 principle says that if we doubled our time on the top 20% of activities, we could work a two-day week and achieve 60% more than now. Contemporary time management says do more things fast and doesn't help the individual to choose the very most important things to do as much as the 80-20 principle. The 80-20 principle says that we should act less. Action drives out thought. It is because we have so much time that we squander it. Productivity on most projects could be doubled simply by halving the amount of time for their completion. You can only spend time on high-value activities if you have abandoned low-value activities. The top 10 low-value uses of time. Things other people want you to do. Things that have always been done this way. 
things you're not usually good at doing, things you don't enjoy doing, things that are always interrupted, things few other people are interested in, things that have already taken twice as long as originally expected, things where you collaborators are unreliable or low quality, things that have a predictable cycle, and answering the telephone. The top 10 highest value uses of time, things that advance your overall purpose in life, things you always wanted to do, things already in the 20-80% relationship of time to results, innovative ways of doing things that promise to slash the time required and or multiply the quality of results, things other people tell you can't be done, things other people have done successfully in a different arena, things that use your own creativity, things that you can get other people to do for you with relatively little effort on your part, Anything with high-quality collaborators who have already transcended the 80-20 rule of time, who use time eccentrically and efficiently. Thing for which is now or never. 10 golden rules for career success. Specialize in a very small niche. Develop a core skill. Choose a niche that you enjoy, where you can excel and stand a chance at becoming an acknowledged leader. Realize that knowledge is power. Identify your market and your core customers and serve them best. Identify where 20% of effort gives 80% returns. Learn from the best. Become self-employed early in your career. Employ as many net value creators as possible. Use outside contractors for everything but your core skill. Exploit capital leverage. What is a niche? Small business, apparently in competition in a broad market, can actually be leaders in their own niches and avoid head-to-head competition. For the individual too, it is better to know a few things well, or preferably one thing exceptionally well, than it is to know many things superficially. The key to making a career out of enthusiasm is knowledge. Know more about an area than anybody else does. Then work out a way to marketize it, to create a market and set of loyal customers. The employee who uses the 80-20 principle probably will probably be more times more effective than the average. The 80-20% employee is most unlikely to be paid several times what his or her peers are. They will then, therefore, probably obtain a better deal by becoming self-employed. When you are self-employed, you get paid by results. For those who use the 80-20 principle, this is good news. The one circumstance in which it may not be appropriate to become self-employed yet is when you are still in the rapid learning stage. If a corporation or professional firm is teaching you a great deal, the value of this learning may exceed the differential between the value you add and what you are paid. This is typically the case during the first two to three years of a professional career. Use outside contractors for everything but your core skill. Thanks for watching episode 60, Richard Coach, The 80-20 Principle. Follow us on social, search us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Best Book Bits. If you like the video, purchase the book on Amazon by clicking the link in the video description. Subscribe to the channel, give me feedback on what you think, give us a thumbs up, and if there is a book you want me to do a summary on, let us know in the comments below. Thanks for watching. Have a great day.